This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2020. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Happy to be here. It is uh, September, and it is, believe it or not, Life Insurance Awareness Month. Hashtag Liam, L-I-A-M. So um, this is a big deal. You know, I think the insurance industry has done an outstanding job of, you know, creating awareness about what life insurance really is. And there's a lot of misconceptions behind it. So that's what we're going to share on the show today. We're going to talk about it, but I'm going to do it from a different approach. Okay. We're going to talk about why you don't need life insurance. Why you don't need life yes. insurance. Yes. But uh, before I get to that, I, I thought I'd share a, a good little story about an insurance agent that was questioning a cowboy who had applied for a policy. And the insurance agent had asked him, he said, have you ever had an accident? Well, the cowboy answered, nope. He said, not even one? You know, he was really surprised because this is a cowboy. He said, nope. Rattler bit me once, though. He said, oh, and you don't call that an accident? He said, uh, nope, the dang varmint done it on purpose. So, <laughs> you know, we have a, a little different uh, perspective when you're, you're, uh, uh, you've been on the farm and ranch for a while and what an accident is or what an accident is. And then really, if you come in alive, it's not an accident. Right. So that's a good thing. But um, in reality, you know, this is, I, I feel like this is a really important thing for people to really understand is life insurance. Whether you like it or not, you need to understand it. And the reason I say that is because 41 million Americans believe that they don't need life insurance. So why is that? Why do they believe that they don't need life insurance? But then, this is what gets me. I was actually looking up some statistics. Since COVID-19, 53% of Americans have expressed a heightened need for life insurance. So is it that they really think they don't need it, or is it they think that something will not happen to them? Something will not happen to them. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I found that really fascinating. Somebody else. Yes, and I, um, you know, we work with the way we we do we do life insurance. It's totally backwards. A lot of time we're dealing with people that have success issues, and most of the time they've got some health history because they're in their fifties or sixties and they've lived a stressful life, and so things have happened. So we typically go through life insurance through the back door and we do all the underwriting and figure out um, how that person's going to look and then we go shop and see which company is the best fit for that person it's a very different perspective but by doing that what's interesting is we've been asking carriers and underwriters you know have you seen an uptick and they have Lots and lots of little policies being sold. And I think this goes back to another myth that people have about life insurance because I'm always surprised we had a, a young couple. This is, I don't know, a couple months ago. And it's a client. Um, and we're working with them. And they, we know they need a couple million dollars a piece of life insurance. They've got a young daughter and they're, you know, both middle class you know careers it's not anything half fluting or anything else and they're thinking well why do we need a couple million dollars a piece and when we show them the numbers and what that actually means which equates to about 80 grand a year right 
right? They're like, oh, okay, I, I get it. I get why we need this much life insurance, but I can't afford that. You know, most millennials believe that in like a cost for a $250,000 term policy would be $1,000 a year. It's really close to closer to $160 a year. Think about that, yeah, right? Yeah. We've actually got a cool tool we do on our website, and we're helping um, an association. We built a whole platform for this association so that they could go on and quote for themselves just to be able to see what those life insurance numbers are, and they can apply right there. And oftentimes, if it's under $2 million, they can do it with no medical, which wow. is very powerful, right? But if you've got a 35-year-old healthy dad, they can get a million bucks for 45 bucks a month. Wow. Yeah. A 45-year-old healthy dad would be 105 bucks a month. I mean, you spend more than that eating out one time yeah, <laughs> you know, with absolutely. your family. So it's, you know, it's crazy to think about um, the fact that you have that accessible to you and you choose not to do it. So why do you choose not to do it? What is actually going on with that? And that's what we're going to talk about is why, um, why do you not buy life insurance? What are the reasons you shouldn't? Because, you know, I think a lot of people say that, you know, they're not going to buy life insurance for this reason or that reason. But the truth of it boils down to some realities is that they think it's too expensive. They think that they have other financial priorities, which kind of goes in hand in hand with that expenses, right? Or they think that they don't need it. And why don't they need it? And that's really the bottom line, because if you don't need it, you don't need to buy it. You don't need to spend your money. So right here on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about why not to buy life insurance. And we're also going to give you an update with COVID-19 and underwriting, because a lot of people are asking, can we even get it in this coronavirus world? Segment two, Life Planning 101, we're talking life insurance and why you maybe shouldn't buy it. Yes, that's right. So, I know there's a saying about there's four things that you can't recover in life. Or you throw a stone into a lake, you can't recover it. A word, after you've thrown it out, you can't take it back after it's been said. An occasion, you know, my grandfather always told me there's two things in life you don't miss, weddings and funerals. You can't take them back right. you can't go after it's already happened right in time after it's gone sure and that's primarily what we're talking about with life insurance and a lot of people you know say that they won't buy life insurance in that last piece that we hit on and if by the way this is life insurance awareness month you know hashtag liam but there's people that don't buy life insurance because they don't believe that they need it now what are the reasons that you don't believe that you need it is it because it won't happen to me? I'm not going to die anytime soon. Is that your reason? Is it because you have more important financial priorities that it just doesn't seem to make sense? Is it because I don't want to think about dying? <laughs> you giggle, but you know it's true, right? People think that way. Or is it because I don't like insurance? Or is it because I'm healthy and I can always get it later? Well, I just shared with you in the break about my personal life insurance experience, right? Right. And thinking that you can always get it later. And I was very happy to get it underwritten during COVID-19 with the ratings that I got. And, you know, the reality is, is that there's a common word to all of those reasons. I. Now, who is life insurance really about? Not I. Not I. <laughs> It's, it's for, everybody, not, else. It's it's for everybody else. I mean, you're never going to benefit from it. No wonder you don't like it. I mean, there's a reality of it, right? Um, but frankly, I challenge anyone that says that they don't need it. 
And here's why I say that. We brought up a show, this has been a long time ago, called A Lifetime Tool. And we took a life insurance policy from the time someone was just married to having a baby, to putting kids through college, to you know leaving a widow behind, to selling a business, to leaving a legacy behind. And life insurance can be repurposed sure. in so many different ways. And I find rarely that it wouldn't benefit someone more to have some life insurance in some capacity, whether it just be paying funeral and burial expenses or, you know, leaving that spouse behind that has two kids to raise, put through college, and they haven't worked in 10 years, but you're going to leave them with what? Nothing. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. And by the way, they're accustomed to a lifestyle that you gave them. And we don't think about that. And, you know, I think men in particular, you know, they, they have a desire to take care of their family. That's the way God built men is to take care of their family. So it's always interesting to me when they say, I don't need it. <laughs> because the reality is, is are you really taking care of your family by not meeting it, especially when it could be so inexpensive for you? Because a lot of times people don't need a permanent policy. Right. They don't. And, you know, we're not insurance agents only we don't just sell for a company and i think a lot of people go in to an agency and this is nothing against insurance agents because my dad worked in that area for a long time but they go into a company and the insurance agent's job is really to upsell right is to take them from a term policy to a permanent policy well is that what they really need and a lot of times the insurance agent really doesn't know that and they're just given the information that you give them that you think you, they need to know, but you don't know either. You're not a professional. You don't know the right questions to ask. So it's that don't ask, don't tell situation. And maybe you get sold on something that you like, or maybe you don't like altogether, or maybe you don't get sold and you get the right thing. You know, maybe you don't get sold and you get the wrong thing. This is where, you know, it goes down to what, what do I not know? What do I need to know that I don't know? And I would challenge you, we've talked about uh, this app a lot of times on the show. It's called Life Happens. Right. And you actually go on there, and I like it. I, um, I have one couple do it, and they came back and they said, like, they needed 250,000 life insurance. Like, there's no way. They need a couple million by my estimate, right? And they didn't punch in the numbers correctly. Accurately. Yes. Or they didn't, they thought, they, they did do the thought, well, she could just go back to work if something happened to me. Do you really want that to happen? People think that they <laughs> they need that to happen because they can't afford the amount of coverage that it would take for it not to happen, but that's not true. Right. That's not true. It's a window of time you need that coverage, so that's called term. And term is usually very, very inexpensive. Yeah, so go to the Life Happens app. Don't think that way. Punch in, see if you actually need the life insurance, and then you could go to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com. Remember I said there's a quoter right there? It'll actually like quote 12 companies right there, and you can see them. Boop, 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 boop. This is, and you know they're quality companies because they're companies that we allow to quote through there. We get to pick them. So, you know, it's not something that you're going to go out there and you get the cheapest company and you don't know what you're getting. So I think that's a really, really prudent thing to do is to understand it because the thing is, is that, you know, people need life insurance for so many different reasons. It's not usually the same. Now, all of us may need to replace lost earned income if we passed away or pay off debts if we pass away. But 
let's take a retiree, for example, that doesn't have a mortgage. And they're thinking, well, we're retired now. We don't need our life insurance policies. I've actually had people do this. They retire, then they come to us, and they've already got rid of all their life insurance policies, and they plan to take the maximum amount off of their portfolio, their investments that they've built over their lifetime, and there's nothing wrong with that unless one of them dies because they didn't consider that now they lose one Social Security check and the surviving spouse is in a higher tax bracket just because they're a widow. Mm. Ouch. So double ouch. A double double ouch, right? So do you need it? Do you know if you need it? You know, I would challenge you to figure that out. Before you cancel it, get some advice. That's right. So when we come back right here on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about more reasons why you don't need life insurance and then also uh, COVID-19 and what that's doing with the underwriting if life insurance is something on your mind today. Final segment, Life Planning 101 on this Tuesday morning. We're talking life insurance. Yes, it is September. It is Life Insurance Awareness Month, hashtag LIAM. And why not talk COVID-19 in the process, too? A lot of people are, are wanting more life insurance due to this environment. And the question is, how does that work? in this environment can i still get insurance in this environment well i can tell you yes because i just did it Uh, it is possible and the the reality is is that the insurance company you know if you haven't had covid if or even if you have had covid uh, usually they're going to still be able to insure you unless there's some other obvious medical issues that you wouldn't be insurable for but if you've been tested between the time you apply and the time that your policy is issued you can probably still even have that delivered because a lot of these companies are putting those on delay for 30 to 60 days and if your test comes back clear positive then they'll still afford you the policy right yeah so there's no reason not to Right. In regards to if you need it and you need to do something, go for it. Get it done. Go to Life Happens app. Do your calculator. Figure out how much you need and start looking at some quotes, um, which you can do on our website at www.kennedy-financial.com. And you can do that free. You don't have any kind of obligations to do that. So that's that's a really big piece. We want people to be aware of what it actually costs. To have a policy because I think that's a huge misnomer. So, you know, going back to why not buy life insurance, you know, we've talked about why people don't buy life insurance, but why wouldn't you need life insurance? And really, when you buy life insurance, think about what you're buying cash. Sure. You're buying cash. That's it. So, if you have cash, you don't need to buy cash. But if you don't have cash or enough cash, life insurance may be the answer, especially when you could buy it for pennies on the dollar and it's tax-free. And a lot of people forget that piece, which is huge. So, you know, perhaps we talked about the Social Security situation, retirees. The same thing happens with pensions. Retirees really need to look at their life insurance before they just go dropping it off, you know, to ask those what-if questions. You know, what about legacy planning? I think this is a huge piece in today's world. You know, we... 
Um, we all have dysfunctional children. My dad loves saying that when I'm in the room and, you know, <laughs> they giggles and everybody looks at me and it's a wonderful situation. Uh, but it's true. We're all dysfunctional in one way or the another, right? right? And some kids are very responsible with money. Some are not. Some are in the business. Some are not. Some have the ranch. Some do not. How do you do that? Well, one of the best ways to do it is to buy cash to replace it, right? To make it fair. Yeah, to make it fair. And you can set up cash in ways that you don't enable a child with dysfunctions to keep doing those things that are harming him or herself, right? Right. And that's very, very possible to do. And life insurance is a huge benefit for doing that. It's also a huge benefit to keep the peace among the heirs, right? We always talk about good Christmases and Thanksgivings. So, you know, that's a big deal. Business partners, okay? One of the first questions we always ask people is, do you have a buy-sell agreement? Most of the time, the answer is yes. And that means that when two business partners are, you know, in marriage together, in business, that there is a triggering at death or disability that the other partner has the ability to buy them out so they don't have to go into business with their spouse. I don't know many business partners that want to go into business with their partner spouses. <laughs> so, you know, how does that work? And a lot of people have the agreement, or they think they do. Sometimes it's pretty canned, but not written the way and they want it, it, right? But then, yes, then that's the second question. Is it actually funded? Is there actually cash available to be able to take care of that? And a lot of business owners say, well, we'll just go take a loan from the bank. We can do that. Yeah, you can if it's not 2008. Yeah. Right? Or it's cheaper to do it with life insurance. Absolutely. Pennies on the dollar. And the beautiful thing about that is, too, um, you can repurpose that type of life insurance. A company doesn't have to own that life insurance. You can actually be the owner, and you rent the policy to the company for the buy-sell agreement. So when you leave the company down the road, sell the company, whatever, that life insurance is yours to do with whatever you want to do with. So there's lots of things you can do with that. The key is, is that most of the time cash is needed. And that's the cheapest way to do it for a business owner. Business owners understand leverage. Life insurance is leverage. Sure. That's what it is. Protect the family, the farm, or the business, right? I know a lot of business owners that they're a single man business, but the wife doesn't know how to run the business at all. And if something happened to them, there would be a fire sale. Okay, so what happens in a fire sale? Do you get what the business is really worth? No. Does the wife need what the business is really worth? Absolutely. Yeah, most of the time the answer is yes. You've accustomed her or him to a lifestyle that they don't want to give up, right? So how do you protect that? And even a single person buy-sell is extremely important to consider. Replacing key employees. Have you thought about that one? What are you going to do if your best salesman leaves? If your number two leaves, where does that put you? Maybe you've got a self-managing company that wouldn't be so self-managing anymore. Right. And how do you find the right person to replace them? Or what can you do in the meantime? And you need a stopgap. What about retaining key employees? Handcuffs. We do this a lot. Business owners, they want to figure out how can I handcuff these great employees to my business because they're going to leave me. And I don't want them to leave me, and I can't pay them. I can't pay them enough today, or maybe I can pay them enough, but I still take the risk of a competitor coming in and getting them. Well, life insurance can take care of that too. What about family succession? Well, how are you going to pass wealth down three generations successfully? Not have shirt sleeves to shirt sleeves in three generations, so to speak. Not have generation one make it generation two take it maybe grow it maybe just keep the status quo but generation three that knows nothing about how it what it takes to build wealth or understanding the value of dollar come in and see it fall apart 
The prime example of this I always show is the, Ran- uh, the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers. There's one Vanderbilt left. His name is Anderson Cooper. And the only money he has, he's made at CNN. <laughs> okay? Their Rockefeller family is still, those trust funds are blowing and going. How have they done that? Life insurance. That's how they've done that. That's impressive. It is impressive. Right? Pay taxes. A lot of people don't realize your business, it's an illiquid asset. What if you owe estate taxes and they're due? What's a business going to do if, if something happens to you in addition to a fire sale? Where's that money going to come from? Farmers, ranchers, where's that cash going to come from to pay for those estate taxes? Or even just income taxes, which is becoming even a bigger deal, especially we've been talking about the IRAs this year. Right. Those are huge. That's a great way to do it. Or replace lost assets along the way. So there's assets that may have to go out of the estate to pay for things. And how do you recoup those to replenish them back in the estate? So maybe the one reason you don't need life insurance is because you have cash. You have a truckload of cash. You have a truckload of cash. My question with that cash, and we've done a lot of analysis on this. Everybody who knows us knows we have you know a lot of internal analysts like my brother. And we've ran the numbers. We've ran putting that money in an after-tax account. We've ran that money keeping it in cash. We've ran that money leveraging it up. We've ran it all different ways. And the power of tax-free is so powerful that it takes close to 30 years for that break-even to occur. Wow. Yeah. Almost in any scenario. So oftentimes, life insurance is still the answer, even if you have cash. So I want you to consider these two options. If you died today, what would happen to your family, your business, your ranch? How would your loved ones be affected? And if you don't think they'd be affected anyway, yeah, probably don't need life insurance, (laughs) right? There's your reason. A couple weeks ago, we heard a story about a young couple that just bought a home and the husband dropped his life insurance due to affordability. When we buy our first house, most of us think we're still invincible, right? Right. He wasn't. So house is sold, wife is working, two small children. Mm. Yes. September, Life Insurance Awareness Month. Pause for a moment and think about your relationship with your family and what really matters. And if your reason for not having life insurance has an I in it, you probably need to reconsider it. And make sure you go and get on that Life Happens app to explore what you don't know that you don't know that could just save your bacon for your family. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services right here on Life Planning 101 every week. You don't want to miss us. It's going to be a fun fall. (laughs) God bless everyone. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. 
Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.